0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Gym Owners Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler. Over there's John. That's me. Hi, John. Hi, Tyler. Hi. Well, we're back. Had a bit of a road trip last week. We are going to give you guys some – so last week, the most recent episode you've seen or heard is the one that we talked about how Google My Business is the – really, I think, a, a really new segment that you should be putting effort into that I think – will probably be able to give you a higher return than just than a lot at the very least than a lot of your social media unpaid social media efforts over the long run. As far as making sure your brand is represented very well, very easily, to the level of specificity that people are specifically looking for your services in your area if you are neglecting it and not making the most of the new opportunities that Google My Business is presenting you, um, I think you're making a huge mistake with the way social media trends are going. And because social media has shifted, especially in the fitness space, if you have not noticed this, you have not been paying attention. And if you have not noticed this shift and you're still doing things the way you think they should have been done years ago or the way you've always done them or emulating whoever you thought that you liked on social media before, you do need to understand that the every peop, people are using social media from very different reasons, and there are very different emphases on social media now than there was five, six, seven years ago. Most gym owners now, and really a lot of coaches like me, you guys probably came up in the fitness influencer heyday, which was the 2000, I would say, 13, 14, 15, all the way on to... Basically pre-COVID. I think 18, 19, it started to decline, in my opinion. I think generally that got very saturated. Once everybody got their, what was it? <laughs> there was a point where everybody had a CBD sponsorship and what was the other stuff? There there was like, everybody ended up having like two or three of these same like super, super generic, like everyone had something that was plugged in. Every influencer shit sounded the same. And there was no message. You were just being paid for being paid for being pretty or being on camera or just posting consistently. But that thing ended up absorbing itself into all sorts of other aspects of the fitness industry. And so the thing that we see the most now is people that have been around the fitness industry for a while imitating shit that they thought they liked on social media from people they just kind of grew up liking. Which I'm all all cool with emulating things that you dig, assuming that they're going to work out for you. The biggest thing that I see with, unless you are actually a a solopreneur where your brand is you, your brand is you and your personality, if you're a personal training coach and you're doing a lot of remote coaching, I am a okay with you being an influencer, with you going that route, speaking like I do this, I'm an expert, here's my cool things, here's, it's all about me and here's what I can do for you. That works in my opinion for personal trainers as a one guy, one man outfit, one woman outfit. If you're a gym, if you're a business, if you're trying to project project out their professionalism and all this other stuff, the and, and a diverse amount of services, emulating influencers for the way that you write your ad copy, for the types of content you create, and in almost any other way, way that you manage your social media is a colossal mistake, and it's extremely off-putting. And I think it's very important for gym owners and businesses to understand that. We're not trying to tell people that we're experts here. We're trying to tell people what we can do for them. So we don't need to toot our own horn. We don't need to talk about all the cool other stuff that we like. They don't care. Take an example, for example, what your car dealership does. There is something to be said about car dealers. They've been selling stuff for a long time, right? (laughs) So one of the things that a car dealer is not going to do is they're not going to tell you all about themselves. They're, they'll sell you a little bit. We're a family-owned company. We do this. But what is it? We're going to try to get you into the car that's right for you and your family. That's the real MO. That's the thing. It's not, we know the most about cars. We've got the best cars. No, no, they don't. Nobody says they've got the best cars. They just have cars and come in and pick one, right? That's the fucking thing. So I think it's super important for you guys to realize that, that while we want to make this thing, you can have your personality in your brand. I think it's important that you are represented in your brand, that your brand is Um, it is okay to have yourself in your business, but it's your social media is not all about you. And that's a very, very, very important line that people need to
1: draw. And something that you and I have spent a lot of time on because we went and got a coach that helps us do this is how do we talk, right? How do we talk to other people, especially when we're on camera, or if you're going to do podcasting or you're going to communicate? What's the style in which you communicate to the point where like we got a coach that was all like specific for video and style Mm -hmm. and your particular style and finding your style. And that's why it's so quick. I don't think people can see it as quickly as they can feel it. That's a big one. You know, you feel someone being cringy or disingenuous to where you're like, I don't know what they're doing wrong. But boy, I feel it like right in the pit of my stomach.
0: And being disingenuous is the thing that comes off. And that's where bad influencer style marketing is an issue. That's where it comes across for everybody. You see lots of MLM stuff, people selling shitty supplements or whatever else is going on out there. That that stuff is getting put out in the most cringy formulaic way, meaning people are getting told post this stuff in this style, plug in these pieces of information. And you have somebody who's not really into it. And you have people just fucking parroting stuff. They're almost reciting. It's just drones. Just being a drone. We talked about this Mad imitation lib. is, yeah. Imitation is just fine, by the way, in this industry. It can save you a lot of time using templates, formulas. But at some point, if you look and sound like everybody else. Then what are you? What is the point? This is the thing that is very common. Probably more so around here in the Midwest, where you have smaller town areas, where there's like there will be a handful of like pop-up like personal trainer type people that'll pop around. Mm-hmm. Whether any of them actually take many clients or not, everyone's kind of like. Pretending to live the life, you know, that's that's very common, right? There's a lot of people pop up and just kind of be pretending, which is okay, by the way, take part time, take a couple clients, do your thing, try to grow. I'm all about it. But there is a very hard, it's very hard to tell the difference between any of them. They will post the same stuff. They'll talk about the same stuff. They're all talking the to templates. the same person or about the same thing. It's all a picture of your food or it's all a picture of your workout. So it's hard. And by the way, trying to set yourself apart is less about you and more about your the potential client. And that's the important thing to know. Setting yourself apart does not have anything to do with who you are, what you eat, what you do, what your personal coaching philosophy is. The better you can just speak to the person who you want to work with, they're customer avatar their their psychological profile their needs their wants where they're currently at the things they're currently thinking about the decisions they're currently weighing and if you can do that now you're onto something now they go i connect to that person because they speak to me everybody else speaks about themselves and it's one of the biggest mistakes by the way that i did i had to tell a client uh, this the other day i was talking to a good uh, client of ours who we were are going over some like social media stuff and kind of reskin in a few of the ways. And I, I told them, I said, listen, I'll, I'll, I'm being totally honest with you. The biggest mistake I made early on in my you know, fitness social media stuff, especially with my gym, was trying to put myself out there trying to communicate as though we were the experts. And by the way, were we doing better work with better principles and with a greater focus on what's actually right than anybody else in the area? Yes. Hands sure. down, wasn't even close. Saying that makes you sound like an <laughs> asshole makes yeah you sound confrontational it makes you sound like you're constantly trying to prove something and again your car dealer is not trying to prove to you that they've got the best cars they've got the best service meaning here's the things we got let's come in let's get you in something that works for you that is the way that it works and i think that you've got to take we've got to take responsibility because as coaches we've talked about this a lot as coaches we are trying to learn the best way from the best smartest people on how to get people healthy, keep people safe, all that stuff. So that is the way we seek information on the internet is I need the best guy with the best way to communicate the easiest thing. Like that's the, what I need. I need the person who is the smartest, who knows that everybody else is wrong. That's what you need. And there's, and by the way, that is the ultimate strategy for all fitness educators on the internet now is here's what I know. Here's all the things that are wrong about the other thing. Here's one red X for the way you don't do the thing. And here's the green check mark for the way you do the thing. And that's, That's it. That's gospel. Well, none of that says anything that is about people in the pursuit of truth, which if you're a coach, that's what you need to learn. I need to Mm -hmm. learn what is right. I need to get my way to the truth. That is the false. That is true. That is wrong. That is right. That works. Your clients don't give a fuck about right or wrong results or not results. That is the game. So they don't care that you need to communicate, that you want to communicate to them the better way to do a thing, or that this exercise at this angle is better than the other ones, or that brown rice is better than fucking white rice, and all this other stuff that nobody gives a shit about. They don't care about that at all. You just need to be the person who can get them the way they want to be. And that's it. And that has little to do with expertise and more about you knowing who they are and where they want to go. If you identify that I know where you're at and I know where you want to go and I can do that, that's it. All the certifications at the end of your name, all the big fancy muscles that you want to talk about that nobody cares about, that nobody cares. And so it's very important to remove the influencer language, remove the fitness education language from your copywriting from your social media presence, from the way you communicate in public, because it is a cancer on your brand, in my opinion, because people don't think of talking to them. They're like, Oh, I don't know that shit must just be for coaches.
1: Cause they don't understand what you're saying. Yeah. They're not there to understand You immediately it. are speaking above, which again, that's where it's starting to refocus. Are you trying to be an education brand? Then you're right. Must. If you're, then that's fine if that's what your brand is, but it's doing a focus, a focus check of like, what is it that you're doing and why are you doing it? And I think that that why question is where you and I have been going very hard at from the very beginning, which is taking the time to step back and assess or reassess. Why do you do what you do? Do you know why you do it? And should you keep doing it? And if you own your own business, then there's literally no one holding you back. If you are a solopreneur, there's nobody holding you back. But how often, Tyler, have we sat with people that literally are explaining to us how they're chained or kind of shackled by what they've always done in their business? And it's like, well, why do you continue to do that? Well, it's, you know, this is what we've always done. But man, I don't like it. And it's like, they just need, you just need the permission to be like, no, step back, reassess. Every coach that I've ever had, business or even fitness, there's always a quarterly reassessment, Some, some refocus or check every three months of what have we been doing? Is it working? Would we want to change anything? And then start to implement or do those changes. And I think we, You mentioned something that I really agreed with, which is the idea on the coaching side, we really seek out who is the best, who really speaks to us so we can then be all the knowing in this topic area to help our clients. But on the business side, when it comes to doing things that are business related, I think it's so abstract. It's so foreign that we don't know in general where to turn or what to do. And every time that we, at least anyone that I've spoken to the folks that we start working with, we aren't the first folks that they've ever worked with. No. And they dip their toe in the business water. And it was usually not a super (laughs) positive experience.
0: Well, and I want to go to on the social media side, John, the, thing that you had mentioned was, why are you doing something? What outcomes are you hoping to accomplish? And one of the things we went through with some of our training stuff that we did last week with one of our coaches who coaches us was something that is, uh, it is about starting out when you're going to make content. And let's just assume your Instagram, your Facebook, whatever that is, whatever you're doing on social media, you're making content. Now you can do a lot of, make a lot of content. You can make a little content. You can maximize your you can do what What they call the minimum effective dose, which, by the way, if you're not savvy, sure. that is the, the place to start. I think Google My Business is a better place to start, in my opinion, actually. But the minimum effective dose on social media, holidays, the occasional announcements, maybe some uh, program stuff you have up. You don't got to shine a light on a bunch of personality. Now, I believe still that social media is a great tool to allow people to actually see a little bit of what goes on in your gym. They can kind of see a bit of a tour. They can kind of see the vibe, which means you need to curate that very carefully, which means doing throwaway reels and throwaway shit that's not cool, that doesn't look fun or that you haven't put any thought into, should not live on your permanent feed. You can put it on stories if you want. But just kind of putting something to make it be some hashtag gym vibes is not necessary because you're not nurturing anything with that. You're then just wasting everybody's time and attention that is a big problem to do because remember in the years before in the influencer heyday 2017 19 somewhere around there yeah that that stuff used to be where am i going with this john the the social media stuff that you used to be able to get away with didn't have to be about anything terribly in particular right this is what i just be this was entertaining people used to follow businesses because businesses were interesting oh that's a cool business i've never heard of this coffee company before right oh i want to follow them they have they made interesting content now there is no coffee company no matter how interesting or funny or comedic their content is that i'm going to follow right there's very few apparel brands that i will follow at all either short of massonomics frankly you know what i mean there just isn't any because i I just am not i'm not consuming social media to consume advertising because generally the people's consumption people's impression of social media now is it is very it is very bloated with advertising and it is very very much saturated with that to the point where even the accounts that are making good fun content are always trying to pimp something and that's not not right or wrong Mm it just is the way that it is which means it's exhausting so people, I, I would guess that it is one-tenth as enticing to follow a business account right now as it was five, six years ago. I am sure. one-tenth as, as likely to follow. I mean, almost not at all. If it's a business, I'm like, yeah, no, it's not a person. I just don't care. If it's a product I'm interested, I'll just look it up and then go away. You know, I, I don't engage with brands on that level anymore. And so if we're trying to make content like that, which back in the day, that formula was make content, make it consistent, make it entertaining, because people will go to your feed and enjoy watching you if you entertain them. Now a brand's presence on my feed is annoying, usually. It's it's not someone, I, it's not a person I'm interested in, they're not making any moves, meaning even the minimum effective dose that I'm describing, happy 4th of July, all that other stuff now is like, I don't need to fucking hear From 500 companies that happy 4th of July, I don't care about that either. Which I'm telling you guys that this 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 model is shrinking. I guess that's what I'm getting at before is the the model of the business as being like a savvy social media brand is going away. It is just a necessary evil, and do it for the purpose of getting engagement, giving the little bit of information that you need people to get, and then it better be about converting. Right, that's what it really should be about really converting. Because we went into this training, and one of the things we started off with was you're going to make map out your content. One of the first things is, okay, well, what is our objective here? Are we looking for more followers? Are we looking for more, say, views? Are we looking for driving traffic clicks to our landing page? Are we looking for uh, an increase in subscribers? Like, what is the metric we are trying to move forward with this video? Most of you cannot tell me when you're making a social media post or putting something out there which one of those things maybe you are tr- actually trying with that post specifically mm-hmm. to improve upon, because what you just want to do is I do. Oh, I'm supposed to do everything. It's like, is your happy Memorial day post. Tell me which metric that's supposed to move forward, by the way, go for it. Post happy <laughs> Memorial. but just understand that that's not social media work that's spinning your wheels. That is, that is, that is checking a box. That's putting gas in the car and just that that. That's not really, really the thing that we're trying to do here. Hold on. The gas in the
1: car is a really good example. Gas right now is really fucking expensive.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. So if you're going to put gas in your car, my wife right now over the weekend goes, do we really want to drive four hours to get to the thing for the kids? Or do we want to find a thing for the kids an hour away instead because of gas? And I think there's been a lot of things where When gas wasn't expensive, we didn't even think about it. It was like, yeah, Yeah. we'll fucking drive out four hours to go do a thing and then come back. But now because it's so expensive, it's making us stop and think before we just blindly go do. It's the exact conversation I had with one of our clients when he has a coach that has been executing social media for them. And it's how much are you paying for every one of these posts to get created. And it's like, Oh, well I just pay her that hourly wage to be able to handle the social media. I'm like, so is every one of these posts worth $20? The post that went out, did you get back $20 for that post being made? And I think if we step back and look at the metrics that our coach that you just talked about, which is what is the purpose of the content we're putting out there? If it's watch time, view time likes that's not money no
0: there's, this there's is no 10, money this for that 10 metrics if you've ever started a business when you didn't uh, this is, i'll tell you sorry maybe I'm say this before we started doing uh with massonomics we started we didn't know what we were gonna do we we're gonna run some ads we didn't we were kind of started a podcast had a few shirts out there we did not know what we we're gonna do right so it's like should we run ads well we don't know we're trying to build a brand we had no idea we don't have any money whatever do we what are we trying to get here Let's run ads. Mm-hmm. We had a few articles, blog articles that were, you know what I mean? You could actually get some secondary traffic to. So we just tried some stuff. We run these ads and the things that we thought were working, like none of them made, meant sales. None of them meant new followers. None of them meant anything. And, back, and of course, now a lot of this has changed. You can prioritize what your targets are within that. But sure. they were just giving us these fake, not like reach, quote, engagement Mm-hmm. You know, like views. None of those things matter. None of those things are actually relevant. It's like just counting humans in the world until you reach a number that impresses me. And then you're like, see, that many people saw them Well, none of them bought, none of them liked, none of them helped. So it's very important. And when John says it's costly, it's not even about it be costing you money to have the posts made necessarily. Because a lot of you guys out there are doing it yourself or just have a very basic, you know, kind of basic outline calendar type situation that you're running. What it is though, what makes social media posts costly is it's your business. And if what you're doing is not actually moving someone towards something that says, ooh, I like this. Uh, what it is is going to be irritating. <laughs> this is the truth. I see, I don't I'm not trying to harp on anything, but I see any of these holidays. This is I I, I share Not there much longer. I I share an office with someone else that does a marketing firm thing. And you know what their phone calls are all the time when they're trying to help the virtual assistants that are doing the social media publishing for all their clients are? They're just trying to figure out what stupid made up holiday it is this week Mm -hmm. and to try to shoehorn some sort of post in there that doesn't even have to be about the business. And by the way, this is all they do. I've never heard a content creation question that's not this. Well, tomorrow's National Pancake Day. Maybe we could do a pancake thing. Oh, it's Puffy Day. Well, it's Memorial Day weekend. So let's go on this thing. And that's it. That's all they're doing, which is the, it is the, it's the most boring form of like virtue signaling ever, which is just like, what's the only thing we can talk about today? Because none of them want to make a real statement about anything. And none of them want to make a real ask. It's just about being present. And you're not in the business, by the way, in the in the, in the health business, the health and fitness industry. You are not in the business of doing a ton of front of mind marketing. Front of mind is a strategy where you just need to be everywhere. Sure. If you are a someone where people don't know they need to use you until they need to call you, then you need front of mind advertising. That is why plumbers, contractors, heating and air conditioning service people, like you know, gas station, not gas stations, are uh, like car fucking repair shops and stuff like that. Right. That's why there's all those old strategies of like AAA, ABC, because it used to be in the phone book. That's, that, that's basically a, a graduated that's awesome. version of Front of Mind where you, I need to be the first thing that they think of when they get a flat tire. Mm-hmm. I need to be the first brand someone thinks of when they go without heat, they wake up in the morning their furnace is broken. I need to be the first brand they think of when they have a plumbing leak in their house. That is important. You do not have that industry. You do not have, you're not in that industry. That is not a need for you. So you don't need to just be posting constant stuff. Say, Hey, we do heating and air conditioning. Hey, we're plumbers. You can do Hey, we're plumbers post. If you're a plumber, you can do happy new years from your plumbing contractor because they just need to know you exist. That's it. But you are wasting a lot of time and a lot of credibility. If you are not one of those brands, and it's very important. You need to be the person who can get a person the thing, and you want to be the person who's available to them to only the people who are ready to take action right now. That, so those are the people you're speaking to. If you're doing all this other stuff, you're speaking, you're spending all that effort getting all those eyes, annoying all those people who aren't even close to being in a position of doing business with you and aren't even considering it. So you're losing a lot of that credibility. That is a, I call it social equity. You, you can only torch out irritating people so many times. On social media so your strategy should be something along the lines of when you decide right away are we trying to grow followers guys on Instagram for your gym are you trying to grow followers it doesn't matter it doesn't it just doesn't it'll never matter it's it's not a big deal you want some followers I think it's very important to always let your gym members Every member who walks in your gym, every person who walks in your gym, let them know your Instagram handle. Let them right. know in an email, like, hey, give us a follow. You know, we, can, we always like to, let, to spotlight good people, share our successes. It's a well, great way for people to high five each other. Exactly. That's, it's better used. Instagram followers are better used as a tool to engage your community, kind of, because nobody's not nobody, but there's very few people who are following gyms that they don't go to who are about to do business with that gym. That's the other thing. Are you about to do business with that gym? No, mm-hmm. it's just some brand maybe from across the country who you liked to thought was cool or had some you know, fit people. They're a friend of yours. But that's really it. And so I think, I think trying to get Instagram followers, trying to over like grow that beyond, again, you're not an influencer. So why are you trying to chase that metric? Views don't really matter either. If and they, you could get something that got 20 or 30 views, but got the interest of one person enough to reach out and contact you. You're good. Sure.
1: How many times have you and I been working together on a particular brand and either the social media platform completely changed the metric and how they viewed views and whatever, Mm -hmm. or like they purged a bunch of bots. So there's like, 3000 followers are gone in a day Yeah, because of whatever, like it's the goalposts are constantly moved. So that's why if you're trying to play the game by keeping up on whatever the metric is or whatever the platform says is important right now, man, if it's not grounded in what it works for your business or what's best for your business, you just saved everybody like at least three hours a week. Yeah. To give them permission that they no longer have to wish everyone a happy Memorial Day.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like that's the way, th- there's there is so much of it. And, and are you running a sale for Memorial Day? Different. You got, by the way, and, and that's what I think is I always, I, I hate shitting on those things because, of course, there's a greater purpose and a greater cause and all those other things or whatever. But, like, same thing with holidays, right? Yeah, fine. Merry Christmas. If you're into Christmas, go for it. Are you not? I, I guess I don't really care. I'm not saying those things are bad. I'm just saying that they're not anything. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not anything. They're, they're not anything at all for your business. So they're okay them. They're not, they're not costing you a bunch of time, but that is the minimum type of stuff you can do. If you're just doing that, you're not trying. If you're making stuff that's throwaway stuff and you're just trying to be like, hey, look, our gym's got cool stuff. By the way. I used to do that a lot when with my gym was I would make content because I enjoyed editing video and I was just trying to make cool highlight real stuff, right? Did that convert? Not really. Did it make our clients like kind of some, we had a lot of clients that would, like, would, would enjoy, they would talk to each other. Oh, you made it on the Instagram today. And I would make them sure. look cool. Slow motion stuff, make it look cool. Was that worth my effort as the owner? No, no, it was not. So if you're not doing it, don't pay someone to do it on that level. Or if that's the strategy, that's not it. They're just, you're just making highlight reel footage, which you're better off doing a weekly recap. You at the end of each week, that's that once a week or something along those lines.
1: I would push back and challenge the comment that you made which is it doesn't take a lot of time. I don't it believe that. It
0: takes a lot I think, of time. Did I say it? Didn't? I think you
1: you did <laughs> okay. not the video, not the video okay. editing. You said it right before you talked about it, but you kind of said if you want to make the Memorial Day post, if you want to make the 4th of July or the Christmas, it doesn't take a lot yeah. of time. But I do sit back and I would challenge which is how much time are you spending on social media? In the guise of, oh, I'm doing something for the business because, oh, yeah. <laughs> how, you know what I mean? Like I get oh, stuck yeah. in it. Yeah. we, we Going in, we need to post something or I need to make sure that I'm following up with clients. And sure enough, man, I get caught in a fucking scroll from hell That yeah. is stepping back. And this was, we haven't even gotten to like the creating content part of yeah. like what we got coached up on last week. Because this portion was like, how much time do you actually have? Because we know there's yeah. a lot of people that are insanely busy being busy. But boy, if you step back, you and I, one of our favorite things to do with our clients early on is a time audit. Yep. We want you to look at your time and honestly write down what you are doing every single day.
0: I have never had a gym owner give me a time audit. Not one who's working with us, who gets to us that they're not embarrassed to hand over or that they're not lying when they hand it over be, I'm telling you guys this, all of you are listening, be fucking honest with yourself. How much time are you spending on your phone fucking around scrolling all day? Just checking shit out. You don't post any shit on your own thing. You're not doing any work for the business. You're not doing anything. Just scrolling. I see a lot of you guys. You're the first people to see the shit on my fucking videos on Instagram all the time. How much time are you wasting doing that? Yeah, you're wasting it. Get out there and fucking do a thing. Implement a thing. Come up with a plan. Make a system do it. This. this stuff is a, this is again why we're all right with migrating away a lot of your resources towards Google My Business. Because trying to be more social media visible mm-hmm. isn't really that great of a strategy anymore. It's just not. By the way, my best, the best fitness business podcast that I listen to now, I don't even know that I, I didn't find any of them on social media. No. Random through groups. I'm not finding a pod. I haven't found a new podcast that I listened to that I found on social media. No, It was even referred to me on social media. It's almost never. So you guys need to understand where are you finding new things? Are you, are you going to join the gym? Cause you saw it on social media first before you like, it's crazy. So I just, to go back to the metrics. Okay. Right. If you're going to make social media posts now, let's, 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 let's clear a lot of the bullshit. What matters? Conversions matter. Contacts matter. Leads matter. Now, you cannot always be making an ask because that sounds slimy, but you would be better off if you only made asks than if you never did. Sure. If you only said, hey, come on in, let's get started. Ch- it costs this much. If you're Or if you're this person at this program with this thing, come on in, let's chat. If If all you're doing is a call to action type thing, that is better than what I see a lot out there, which is just like talking about other stuff that's not anything and never getting down to who are you? I identify who you are. I recognize that. I recognize what you want to do. I understand you. You feel, you should feel heard by me when I write this ad copy. Like I understand who you are and what you're trying to do. And I tell you what, I can give you confidence so we can get you there. Here's what it takes that. If that's the only thing that you did and you just did that on repeat in different tones and different stuff, you would be far better off than having all your holiday posts and a bunch of bland, boring fitness reels and a bunch of just weird the worst thing is the caddy call out fits flip stuff, which is like, if you don't this, then you just need to get off your ass. And, you know what I mean? It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. So yeah, stop who, being condescending. Who is that for? Stop throwing rocks because that's for, for influencers. That's for, that's for brand influencers. And you're not one of those people. It's very, very, very important that you recognize that the only thing that should matter here is does someone in your area or who is capable of doing business with you now wants to do business with you. How will you know that? Okay, how will you know? First tip, easy thing, geotag. If you're doing local business, geotag everything in your town. Always 100%. Use either the gym that you're in or the town that you're in. Very, very little bit. If you live in a big city, that's actually very useful. It's a thing that worked very well in Amsterdam, in a bigger city, because there will be stories that'll pop up where it's just the Amsterdam story. If you're in Amsterdam, they don't have any of that now here, but every, I will say every town is probably likely once the content becomes rich enough to start, they'll start doing that for them. But either way, you can search for your town via a location and just see all the recent posts. Mm -hmm. And that's very, very important. That is one way we're regionally, because Instagram is still trying to get people to engage in content, in stuff that from people they don't follow, meaning If you have a relevant hobby interest or subject matter interest, they will put your stuff towards theirs. Hashtags still kind of are relevant to that stuff. But geotags are very important. If you're a local business, you will get just put in front of people who are local. And so geotag everything is one strategy to make sure. Because otherwise, you can make some content that's very funny and very engaging. You get a million views. Dream come true for a fitness gym. You have a million views. except. Fucking two hundred of them are are in your town, and a hundred of them are already your members. A hundred of them already fucking go to a different gym and don't like you, and you're fucked. Like but it was entertaining. That, all that attention was for nothing. I'm glad it was entertaining, mm-hmm. and I'm glad you spent the last three days checking your social media every three hours and deleting negative comments and whatever else happens when those things pop off, getting called stupid or getting told you're doing it wrong. All that was that worth it for zero leads? And a lot and of attention that's not relevant to you, I don't think so.
1: Tyler, you're, you are
0: sharing from
1: personal experience. Oh yeah. This is not something, you've had posts on different projects and platforms that you have been in charge of that have popped off, that have gone insanely viral.
0: Two and a half million a, views, a million views, million and a half views. To you amount. Know, built up 100,000 followers and not worth it. It doesn't convert. It needs to convert. By the way, if you have a product and you have a thing to drive people through and you, and it's worth doing putting out on that level with that consistency, trust me, that formula does work. Mm -hmm. But what you have is not accessible to 2 million people. So getting an audience of 2 million people for your gym or 2 million people seeing your thing, that doesn't give you anything. It just, it really doesn't. So I just think it's really important that we stay within the realm of things that matter to us because don't chase reach, reach where? that's not likes from where, right? So that's the thing that really matters to you guys. So don't chase this attention. Don't get stuck. Trends are cool. You can do whatever just works. Be entertaining for people that you want to entertain first, but just understand if you're dancing for people that are not interested in seeing you dance, (laughs) like, and that's figuratively, of course, like if you're making content for people that don't really have any interest in doing business with you, then what are you if, if you're telling me you're too busy to work on social media or to develop your business or to implement new systems, then stop making content that nobody gives a shit about. Yeah, Limit that. So cut all your content creation down by a quarter or by three quarters of it, burn 75% of it, and then just make stuff that matters. Meaning come through with a call to action for a program very specific. Say people of my town we just really want to make sure that our town gets healthy. I had a friend, how does one of our clients have put this the other day? Was, he was just trying to get, he was trying to get the whole town fit. That was yeah. kind of the mover, the whole state fit. It was just, it was kind of like a throwaway thing on one of the am no, just trying to make the whole state fit. And they're like, that's a great goal mm-hmm. to get a secondary follow up on the first thing. And for a social media post, that's, that's good engagement that works, you know? And so I think, I think the setting somebody like say, Hey guys, if you're this person, I think we've got a program that can help you. If you want to just talk, Come in and let's have a chat and let's see if we can get you started. It doesn't have to be threatening. It doesn't have to be hyper assertive, but just make some, gradu- some gradual calls to action where you start by identifying who the person is. You can post a generic photo for that, or it doesn't even have to be a picture. Just make text. You can use those throwaway templates that you guys will rip off from everybody else everywhere, everywhere anyways. Change the color next time, please. Yeah. But, so you don't look exactly like everybody else. But... That is, that is a way to make sure, we talked about triage matters. You have to prioritize your effort. That's why we do a time audit for a lot of gym owners and we realize that they fucking waste a ton of their time. The, one, here's, the ones that, if you're not successful, it's because you're wasting your time, a lot of it. It's not everybody but you, but it's because you are. And that's the truth. If you're a gym owner you're not successful, you are the one wasting the time. You're not out there grinding. You're doing shit that you shouldn't be doing that is a waste of your time. And then in the time you spend not doing that stuff, You're busy not solving that problem. So there you sit. It's busy being busy. But yeah, you're just busy. No, but it is.
1: You editing video. You really liked editing video. But if you also came out and being like, man, we're just, we're not meeting. You know, we're not hitting our goals. Financially, we're struggling. It's whatever. It's like, then how much fucking time are you spending editing video right now?
0: It's like, oh, well, (laughs)
1: like everyone knows you're hiding.
0: Yeah. You're hiding. That's the truth. You you said it right there. If you are not as successful in your gym as you want to be and you're doing so much work, most of that work isn't work you need to be doing. And you are hiding in that work. You're hiding in unimportant work. That's it. You're hiding out. Now I want to touch on one more thing. So to give you guys a strategy, something to go forward with, Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do your copywriting. I'm not going to do anything for you, but for the social media stuff this is important. Don't be an influencer. Don't chase likes. You don't got to drop it like it's hot or do whatever the hell else the people are doing out there. Follow the platform trends and where you're going to get free reach and free engagement and things like this, but don't chase it with all your efforts. That's the thing. This is about maximizing the return on the efforts that you can put in. Right. This is not a high effort, high return fucking project here. You can't 10x your workload on social media and 10x your return. Not going to happen. You can't 2x it and even get probably a 25 cent. So you just need to understand that that is not the place to just endlessly pile your time and resources. That is not the solution to your problem. If your problem is members, if you've already gone beyond the point, your offer makes sense. You have a profitable system that works. If you don't talk to us, we can help you get your offers, teach you our sales process that work very simple, very easy. You don't got to do anything different. Don't got to uproot your whole business. Just make a system that people want to buy, give them the ability to choose and give people the ability to spend more money if they choose to. That's it. That will create a tremendous upside. But now you're in the position where lots of people are. How do I get more members now? i just keep posting on social media i keep telling people that all these other fitness trends are stupid and mine are better you know the, nobody keeps coming in right or nobody's nobody's beating down my door to join my gym and that's all the effort you're doing You're not running ads you're not doing this everybody's there's a lot of people doing this so what you need to do reverse engineer your year it's the thing we always kind of do in almost every business we do together or that we work with other people is let's just pretend set an actual goal so if you have 100 members and your goal is a 30% increase in members. Let's go 25% because that's easier for my math. Okay, sure. you want a 25% increase in just membership numbers, which should theoretically create a 25% or greater if you use a better sales system increase in revenue. Now, if you want that done in the next year, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna hope really hard? Are you gonna spend money on ads? That's a pretty solid strategy in my opinion. But what you really need to do is average two new clients beyond your churn, So a net gain of two new clients per month. So if let's say you lose, so that's, that's two a month. That'll get you to 24 new ones on the year. Right? So let's say you lose on average, uh, one person a month, like 12 Mm -hmm. people a year, just a regular life. A family moves away. Your kid graduates. Let's say it's just 12. Let's say that's about 10%. Give or take. Yeah. Seems probably high, but let's just give it that right now. That's just three per month. Then you need, you need in order to offset that total. So you can, if you get three, three new per month and you only lose one poop per month on average, that is a pretty solid strategy, right? That's it. You need three new people. per month. That is less than one person per week. You need to close from your social media. That's new. That's it. So there you have a strategy. Now, how do I just get a person? How do we speak to a person? Can I, Message someone, if someone comments on it or does something, can I just message them? Can I DM them and just try to chat with them a little bit? Can you do that? That is a strategy that's worth doing. Mm -hmm. You can put that time in instead of creating content into engaging in people who comment or just making content that tries to get people to take action. So when someone comes in and says, you know what? I am interested in this. What's the situation? You close that person that week, you're done. You're ahead for the month, right? And that is all you need to do. That's If you break it down like that, you're, you're not trying to just sit there and be gradually more famous until all of a sudden 25 people beat down your door at the end of the month, at the end of the year. That's not how it works. So you can gradually chip away at this by just taking it one person at a time. But the focus is to get a person, not to get likes, not to get shares, not to get views. Views on reels is the thing that they – they throw out right away. Cause they can just put if you. If you haven't posted a reel on your gym, do it, do it tomorrow. You'll get anywhere from one to 5,000 views on your first one to guarantee easy it. because they will do it. They'll give you that number. You've never had anything else. They'll, they'll make sure that number is bigger than anything else you've seen before. And then that'll keep you making content in that style. That's how they're going to do it. They're just going to put it in front of people. So anyways, chase people try to get people. So make the content you make trying to convert a human being. And that's all you need to do one a week. Just try to get a chance to sell one person a week. That's it. And if you can do a good enough job, you'll convert three out of four of them and, you're, and there you're, then you're there. It's 25 new people plus 25 at the end of the year.
1: And as far as the actual content that you're putting out, everything that we've talked about, there's one shortcut that we haven't said so far in this episode. And you and I talk quite a bit about it, And we'll probably go into it more in future episodes, but it's testimonials. Yes. A testimonial will really fast track. What do I write, Tyler? What do I say? How do I say to be able to share what other people will bring other people to the gym? And the short answer is don't say anything. Let them say it. Let the people that are really successful, that enjoy your community, that came, that bought, that have succeeded. What do they say?
0: Yep ask them, get them in their words, get them to leave it. So they don't have to look you in the face when they do it, however you do we, well, we talked about testimonials a little bit on Google reviews, but Definitely. cherry pick those, but, but cherry take pick those,
1: those and turn them into content.
0: Exactly. That's it. Use the thing. And then you can tell your story about this person. Hey, this person, this is a, Hunter did some great stuff with some of these recently where he, totally. he always said, this person he's like, Hey, I came in, I wanted to gain some, some gain some muscle. I did it. I love it. I love the music. What does that do? For the person who is who that connects to when they read this, they see, oh, this is a guy just like me who wants to gain muscle. He went in there and he got the muscle and oh, it turns out the guys are cool guys and they play cool music that you 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 can never say things as a business that will put those points to rest as well as a third party testimonial will. And that's the most important thing, because you can say I can help you gain weight. If you have trouble trying to gain, gain muscle, I can help you put on some muscle. And we're super cool dudes. Well, no matter how often you say you're a super cool dude, the more often you say it, the less super cool you sound. And so <laughs> by, you, by using that testimonial, Hunter was then able to put that testimonial as the, the image. And then the thing was like, hey, man, this guy, just like me, you know, I, I started training so I could build some muscle. So I got to learn this. And now he came to me and he got it on. Like, this is, this is the thing that I love to do the most because this is what I connect to. It's perfect. You've allowed to actually connect to your why without being weird about it, because a lot of people just talk about all the other stuff. It's like, well, let's get to the point here. Dude wanted muscle. Right. <laughs> and so that is a that, but that's the perfect way to do it. Let them say it. You can fill in the gaps and then drop a product and a call to action right there. And that's very, very, very simple. And just do that. Don't oversaturate that. But do that combined with another ask combined with another ask, do it twice a week. Whatever. Be consistent and don't be, don't be upset if it doesn't turn around for you immediately. What will happen is after a couple weeks, people are going to be like, oh, this has just really been singing to me lately. It just mm-hmm. really has been. And that's what you need. You don't need everybody to like your stuff more. Getting a million new people to like your stuff doesn't mean near as much as five people in your area going – Man, these guys have really been speaking my language. I'm kind of interested in what they got going on. That is worth a lot more money to you than a million blind, uninterested followers on social media, for sure. So, chase the right rabbit, guys. You got to chase the right one. Don't go too far down any of these rabbit holes and think that, and be dogmatic about them. But just you got to be. Things got to make sense. So you're trying to get you're trying to get clients. You're trying to make money. You're trying to do a good job. You're trying to make the most of your time. We'll do all of it by quit wasting a bunch of time doing, making shitty social media content that nobody cares and doesn't make you money and quit scrolling, quit it, get out. There's nothing there for you anymore. There's nothing that you're going to see on social media right now. That's worth emulating. In my opinion, that, that you can't scroll through in 20 minutes a day, you know, There's just there's nothing there for you to emulate if you're if you're if you're digging trying to like imitate the stuff that you saw that you enjoy. You got into it with very different intentions than the intentions of a potential client that you're going to have. So remember, you're not them. They're not you. We cannot pretend that we're playing the same game as the people that were playing the same game trying to get you interested in their product. So know who you're talking to and talk to them. That's it. So you can follow us if you're a gym owner or coach or personal trainer. Who wants to make more money, wants to get better at business, wants to make sales easy, make them more profitable and make more money and get off that silly selling time for money roller coaster treadmill situation that never ends and is never able to be scaled up and only ends in burnout, disappointment, sadness, shame, and all the other buzzwords. Go to community.hackergym.com and make sure you follow us at the Gym Owners Podcast on social media. If you want to work with us directly, we have some products we can get to start helping you right away. So we can help you going through and we can fix your sales processes, fix your offers, make sure you're, the things you're putting in front of your potential clients are able to maximize your sales opportunity and maximize your profitability while absolutely letting you keep your soul and doing the things, the things you do best the way you love to do them shoot us a message at Jim owners podcast on Instagram or me at Tyler F. And so on Instagram, John at J banks FL. And I think that's got a spot covered. Probably. That's it. Thanks for listening everybody. We love you. Bye.